and welcome to Veterans to Success. Today, um, I've got with me someone who's absolutely brilliant at what he does. It's Ricardo Sai, and I'm sure I could have pronounced that better. But welcome to the podcast, uh, Ricardo, and uh, yeah, good to have you here. Thank you, Joe, for inviting me. Real pleasure. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, and when you watch, I know you're listening to the podcast now, the fact is that uh, what Ricardo does with camera is brilliant. And he's also cleverly, as we're on video, cleverly made himself in black and white. So when you get the chance to watch this as well, then you'll see how magic is uh, is created. So let's get straight into it because your introduction is going to be your story, so to speak. So I'm... I'm I know we had a discussion about this before we started because a lot of the time I'm interviewing veterans, i.e. ex-military from around the world. And the fact is, though, that the purpose of this podcast is to bring together entrepreneurs and veterans to talk about various stuff so it's helpful. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your story before you got into media, the film industry, please. Yeah, it's it's, it's quite an interesting story because uh, I always been doing this. Uh, I mean, of course, I haven't been doing it professionally yeah. uh, apart from the past, say, twenty years of my life. But uh, it's it's a it's a passion that I had for very early. The very uh, very early years of my life, really, because uh, mm. uh, I, I I always had a passion for stories and images um, and sounds. So I I used to play clarinet when I was younger. I used to uh, paint. Uh, I used to create uh, uh, storybooks and comics, uh, and I used to make my first uh, short films as well when I was uh, when I was quite young. Was when I, when I was a teenager when I was eighteen. And then that passion uh, grew, and uh, I went to university to study film and art, and that brought me to to, to the UK, where I went to the London Film School, where I studied film and photography. Wow. And the rest is history, as they say. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, the, the rest is history. I mean, and, and we're going to go to that history, actually. So when you left university at the London Arts School, what... Was your first opportunity to get into film, and how did you do it? Um, it was the, the London Film School. Uh, it's uh, um, well, I, because uh, so that was in London. I, I think uh, my probably biggest uh, uh, chance that I had, where I really understood that I loved telling story through visuals, uh, it was when I was at university back in Bologna, actually. Uh, so more than more than two decades ago where we had the opportunity. Um, so I was part of a, of a screenwriting course with uh, a brilliant teacher. And uh, we um, we had the opportunity to have uh, some support for the university. And at that time, we used to have, uh, we, films used to be made, made with, uh, with, with, with film, not yeah, digitally. Yeah. Actually, we, we used to have the first digital cameras, in fact. And Bologna was actually quite active in terms of um, independent mm-hmm. productions, uh, music videos, commercials, and 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 feature films, actually. Um, but uh, we had the opportunity to have this uh, support from the university. We had a few stock, um, a few rolls of a Super 16 ca- um, film, 
And we produced the we produced the first uh, well uh, a feature film basically. So and I was one of the producers of of the film. I think it wasn't at all a professional experience, but we had quite quite a few named actors, uh, and it was a great experience. Uh, out of that, uh, a lot of people decided not to continue because, <laughs> uh, you know, to be frank, it's very difficult to 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 be a professional filmmaker. But a few others ended up becoming actually quite successful screenwriters, producers, directors, etc. And after that, I eventually moved to the UK to specialize in film. I studied and then I started to work as a, a mailing film and, and photography as well. So I think that was probably the, the yeah, the, the beginning of uh, when I really understood that, uh, first of all, to make films, uh, it's, uh, I mean, the parallel will, will, with war actually is quite similar because making films, it's, uh, you have an army of people and uh, you need to have a certain discipline. Mm. You need to have a general. In, in this case, it was uh, is the director, the producer, the first assistant director. So I like, I like that. I like the fact that it was a very orchestrated operation and everybody had uh, his own he or her her own place and um and it was uh uh of course you know there were a lot of obstacles and we learned it the hard way uh you know you have to face uh atmospheric conditions uh, you have to face the fact that uh, the actors might not feel well on the day you know all mm -hmm. sorts of different obstacles but that's the beauty of uh, of making film and to me that's also the the biggest uh, it, it has been for me every time I was on a film set, uh, an incredible and, and transformative experience as well in terms of really somehow like uh, looking inside myself and finding the resources to come up with a different solutions because uh, you can't avoid the obstacles. The only difference is that how you tackle these, uh, these obstacles, how you find a way not to delete those obstacles uh, but, uh, and not to not to overcome but what kind of shortcuts can you find to still produce a good film yeah. despite the fact that you have so many things happening that somehow they're there to stop you to create something beautiful and that to me is a is a is a great life it's um, it's, it's a great uh, um lesson life lessons for me it's always been a great life lessons because they make creative projects like that uh, on, a, on a bigger scale, it's an opportunity really to uh, understand something about you, understand something about how does you how 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 it is working with other people with the same with the same purpose, which is producing a film. And that to me has always been a very fascinating aspect of what I did. And in photography, it is similar in, in many different ways. But in films, there's more money, there's more expectations, there's more people involved. So it's um so it's um it's a it's a it's a it's a bigger challenge. The, the challenges are bigger. Yeah. And uh, thank you for that. And and yes, so from the London Film School, uh what what made you want to go to that particular establishment? What drew you to the UK? Well, I I just wanted to learn uh, how to tell films, uh, how to tell story through films, uh, because is a uh, you can um, the, the big difference between the UK and Italy is that the education system in Italy is very theoretical. So I study a lot about the art of the the, the history of art, uh, history of uh, theatre. So I studied Shakespeare for a couple of right. years, which was great. But at the same time, I wanted to learn how to produce 
a film how to how do you what was what's the what's the the language of uh, of creating a story using images and sounds so i always um I kind of knew how to do it in a way because I've always been doing that for, for a number of years, but I just wanted to learn more about that. And so so that's the reason why I came to to the UK. And also for me, coming to another country, uh, it was a great opportunity to practice more with, with another language. And I always liked um, um, confronting myself with uh, other cultures. And London for me was a was great because you get to know so many different people. And still now, after 20 years, I find it a very exciting city and very with with, with a lot of, uh, I like the speed of how you can meet new people and develop new like friendships and like working relationships. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, your English is excellent. Far better than my foreign <laughs> languages, command of any foreign language. So I I didn't tell you, but I'm using artificial intelligence to change my <laughs> right, Okay, yeah. So that's very clever because your lips are syncing with exactly yes. what you say as well. So that must be my some, voice is different. <laughs> that must be some program that. So the thing is, I, I've looked at your profile, uh, Ricardo, and it is impressive. You've worked with people like uh, Microsoft, uh, Barracuda, Nike, Timberland. Uh, Barclay Card, British Summertime Festival, British Gas. I mean, it just goes on and on. B&Q, Motorsports, Kaspersky, Waitrose. How, what's the secret of your success? Because, I mean, you must have some secrets to get with that sort of lineup. <laughs> well, I wish there was a, there was a formula. Uh, so for me, I I always valued uh, relationships and connections with people. So for me, that has always been a major drive in 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 any part of my life. Really, I always liked uh, connecting with people and uh, and and also looking beyond the, the fact that uh, people potentially could give me work. So I always been very interested in uh, in um, in authentic connection with people. So mm. and I think. Uh, it could be my culture as well. It could be my personality. I don't know, but I find it quite easy to to really connect with people and empathize with people. So, so for me, I always been uh, I always seek to 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 meet people that um, I can do something together. We can learn from each other, and then work comes after that so so for me that's always been a, a major drive and uh, and i think as a, i think that's what is life about really connecting with people and just really um uh, really valuing the fact that we all have different uh, different skills uh, we all have different uh, things to offer and uh, and um so yeah I, I don't know if that's really my secret but it's definitely something that you really you know, whenever I was doing a project, I was uh, the, the thing that I was more interested on is really the fact that I was uh, uh, working with people that I knew already, but also new people. And there's something quite exciting. There's like a buzz when you're meeting new people and uh, you're kind of testing each other. You don't know exactly how that person would react. Uh, so what happened if, if there's a problem? Will they freak out or not? So in a way, being there and kind of... Um, dealing with those dynamics i always find it really interesting in a way and um and so and listening to me has always been uh, one of my, my key skills 
I cannot learn how to talk, <laughs> but a, hopefully I go to a good a good level now. But it's a but I think my my one of my strengths is really kind of listening, and um, and uh, so yeah. And I think job after job, uh, uh, it's you know a, a job uh, led to the next one. I think one other thing also that in terms of what you asked me as well. So one of the secret for me is always think about quality. So don't worry about the budget. Uh, think about you know what's just try to always deliver something that you're proud of from the beginning yeah. until the end. Uh, sometimes you know it's not possible a hundred percent. So sometimes I, I had to let go of some projects and say, well, this is as much as I could do, yeah. and that's okay. You know, this it's beyond my control. The client wants to have that change in the editing. They want to change the color. They want to have a different music. That's okay, you know. So I, I, you know, I learned. It took me a few years to to understand that, but I think, uh, um, yeah. So really thinking about quality, quality, it's a, uh, it's it's always been a problem. And they, they, there's a saying also in the industry saying that you're never as good as the last project that you've done. So forget about all the other projects that you've done. So people will look at your last projects and. Uh, can you say that that project is really representative of who you are and what you're capable of? Mm-hmm. If not, uh, it's, it's a shame <laughs> yeah. because that project might lead you to other projects uh, to, you know, and possibly to re- recurrent uh, uh, jobs with the same clients or perhaps. Uh, so, and that's, you know, the word of mouth is quite important in my, in my, in my industry as well. So. Yeah. And so, that's a great, that's a great point because that, just uh, reminded me of when I was a DJ. The the crowds normally remember if they don't at the beginning, the first tune you play and the last tune. The bit in between, so long as the bit in between is okay, the last one is what they've got the memory of. So that's a great point that, yeah, well done. So what I'm getting from you really, Ricardo, is that quality is important for the secret of your success. And I, and I, I imagine you, you just do this automatically. You become seems to me you become completely immersed in understanding, appreciating and becoming skilled in what you do to make sure that you can deliver the best. And maybe you don't get it right all the time. It's just that you get it right most of the time because done's better than perfect sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. And, and, and I suppose it's not been a bed of roses for you, has it? And, and maybe some things have, may have gone wrong, like you alluded to. So how do you deal with failure? Yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> How do you deal with failure? I think uh, I think I'm going back to what I was saying before about connections. Uh, I think uh, you 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 can't. Uh, I think that one of the key for me to not necessarily to avoid failure, but perhaps to um, to make sure that you can overcome failure in a more positive way. I think for me is to have a a support group uh, to working with, with with people that you like and that you appreciate. Uh, I think, uh, and we're kind of going back to what I was saying before about uh, the power of uh, connections, uh, and just really having uh, like a team with you all the time that that you can support, you can guide, but also that, that they can support you whenever whenever you need to. And uh, so I discovered that recently because I became quite interested in sustainability and climate change. And I and I learned really how important it is actually to to meet people and to buddy up with people that first of all they're driven 
by the same mission, by the same purpose. And that to me is crucial. People mm. really have to be aligned with what you're trying to do. And that's, you know, going back to the metaphor of filmmaking, if you don't have a director who know what they're doing, and that's one of the things, you know, that, that all the actors and the crew are doing on the first few days of any kind of film production, they're challenging the director, especially if they don't know him or her. So does he know what he wants? And uh, so a lot of time you have to pretend that you know what you what you want, uh, but you don't know what you want. Really, so it's kind <laughs> of a, it's a bit of a, a chicken and egg type of a story. But uh, um, but you have to give the impression, and sometimes it's okay. You don't perhaps know exactly where you're going, but you have a sense of direction, and that's uh, that's that's what is the director's role about. Um, so to me. It's important to have that kind of a sense of direction, that purpose, but also having having that, that uh, support group of uh, people that uh, are working alongside. I I always been quite um, open in terms of um, relationship that I have with with uh, with colleagues and people working with me. So I never been you know when I when I make films, I've never been. Um, too bossy. I mean, of course, you know, there are times where you have to take a decision and I had to take the decision and that's it. There's no time to to argue or to discuss, but I always like to listen to other people because because uh, at the end of the day, you know, making a film is is, is like an orchestra. You have the, 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 the director of the orchestra, but each of the individuals that has something to offer mm. and uh, and they they need to be and they need to have the freedom to express themselves. A director of photography, if you if you control or a cameraman, if you control too much what they're doing, they end up like doing something that and, and not really putting the passion in what they're doing because oh, I'm just doing this because the director tells me exactly what to do. So so I think it's important to have that kind of guidance as well, but also leave freedom to the people that are working with you as well. Freedom to express themselves and to put their own personal mark in whatever project you're doing. So I think, yeah, so I don't know if that answering your question, but it's a it's a combination of uh, direction, purpose, and, and teamwork, I would say. That, that's that's brilliant. And I, and I, I, appre I appreciate and I understand where you're coming from. Like filming is like a, a battle scenario. You've got the generals and you've got the boots on the ground and, you know, you're all moving towards the same purpose. And also an orchestra, because in an orchestra, you've got a woodwind, strings, percussion, brass, all of that uh, from my time playing the violin, I remember that exactly. On a, on, a, on a set, a film set, how big or how small can they range from when you're filming and directing? Oh, there's no really limit, uh, really. I mean, the type of uh, films and sets I've worked on, uh, they, they've been like medium size. I would say. Most of the projects that I do, they're like uh, small to medium size, uh, and I work mainly on short form uh, Rather right. than feature films, I've done um, I've done one feature films, but uh, but mainly short form. So it's a, but at the same time, even when you're doing a thirty second advert, you can have a massive crew. So so really, there's not really a limit. Um, I think what one of the things that is important is really, and I think uh, with the democratization democratization of uh, uh, technology now, a lot of people can produce their own films. Uh, they can hold yeah. a camera. They can use phone etc etc what is important is that to understand uh, um 
that what you're holding is a camera, but on a film set, there's there's so many other people working around that camera, for example. Mm. There's so many other people who have their own job that is all uh, unfolding around the, the, that camera, for example. So, so in a way where you can be very creative and, uh, and more effective in terms of producing the films uh, is... Uh, the more aware you are of all the processes uh, and yeah, yeah. Uh, and all the team that are working. Mm-hmm. So that way you can break down um, uh, a film production process into like smaller elements. Because, uh, for example, there's one person on a film set who is called the, the, the focus puller. The job of that person is literally making sure that whatever's in front of the camera is on focus. Mm-hmm. So... With the phone, you don't need that because it's automatic. But at the same time, you know, m- m- the focus is very, very important. Also, if you're using a phone, so yeah. and where and where you put the focus, where do you you decide that the focus will be, will change the narrative of the film, will add a layer of meaning to the film. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying that it's very important to understand also, depending on what you're doing, of course. But it's 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 imp- the more you are aware of of the process the more effective you can be in your visual communication. Well, whilst on that subject, because you've already been uh, giving some tips, you know, there are people, there are veterans who have got fantastic stories to capture. And also there's there's business entrepreneurs who've got fantastic stories that they want to capture. And And I know you do a lot to help. Have you got any sort of tips that you could give them for for when they want to make their own film? Uh, and maybe you're starting off. What what should they be doing, really? Well, I think there's there's different stages. So, so so the I would say the first most important question to ask is that what do I why am I doing this film? Because uh, making a film is complicated, so you need to understand what's the purpose of this film. Second question to ask is uh, who's going to see this film? Where is going to be shown that film? Of course, it could be YouTube, but even YouTube, you can't expect that YouTube will start pushing your film on millions of users that YouTube has. So you need to think about like a marketing and distribution strategy even before you start thinking about the film. Uh, so or at the same time, not too late. Then in terms of producing the film, uh, that's, uh, yeah, I'm, of course, I'm, I'm kind of giving like short, tips of like yeah, yeah. how oh, to yeah, do a film yeah i think it's a um it's a it's it's always good to 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 have a, a small crew maybe a couple of people like if 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 it's an interview it's good to have another person who just focuses on lighting and filming for example maybe a person doing all the post production equipment is important uh, where you you know say that you're doing an interview because i i assume a lot of your veterans might be interested in, in kind of interview based type of films uh, it's very important that the sound is clear so and outside the sound is more difficult to control so making sure that you are recording whatever video you're doing in a in a soundproof uh, or or sound clean uh, uh, type of environment that's very important so also natural light is very good but it does change um so avoiding like high contrast type of uh, uh, background as well so if you're shooting an interview uh, against a big window there's no way that you can contrast or overpower that light coming from outside because the sun is 
very powerful, of course. Mm. So, yeah, so where you're doing the interview or where you're filming is very, very important. And um, and then the editing. The, the editing is uh, it's a whole different process. Uh, the shorter, the better in general. Uh, I always, uh, you know, if someone is doing an interview, I think it's better to break it down into small chunks, perhaps, uh, like uh, one one small audio video bite uh, per questions, for example. Yeah. So that way you have, you know, you do like a half an hour interview and then suddenly you have like maybe 10 mini films that you can use in different ways. That could be an option, but, you know, it doesn't have to be. Uh, but also, yeah, another element that I, I, I think is very, very important um, is, uh, is writing at the beginning. So that's kind of going back to what I was saying before in terms of why you're doing this film and who you're doing it for. So, so in a way... Uh, having clarity in that is very, very important. So really, why are you doing this film? And um, and just start writing down the synopsis of the film and, uh, and, and the structure of the film. So how does the film start? How does the film end? What's happening in between? Um, so that's, yeah, these are just some general No, that, uh, that's tips. absolutely brilliant, Ricardo, because the other thing you've already, you've already mentioned is about having a network, a support group, uh, and a coach and a mentor. How how important has that been in your career uh, so far? And how important do you think it is to someone on an ongoing basis? To have uh, that kind of support group? Yeah, and, and a coach or a mentor, someone who can share their wisdom. Oh, it's uh, I was I was talking with someone recently who told me that she has uh, like three different coaches. Uh, which I thought, wow, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I think I think we all need uh, uh, support in in so many different ways, and also it's it's okay to feel also vulnerable and say, well, I I think I'm struggling with this part of the business or part of my part of my private life, uh, and I need uh, help in that. Uh, so it could be financial help, it could be it could be like uh, life coaching. It's a, it could be business coaching type of support. So there's different ways that we all need different help. And that can come from a professional person, but it could be a friend as well. It could, yeah. Be, yeah. it could be a family member as well. But I think it's a, in a way expecting all these answers and support from the same person is difficult. Uh, you know, that could be in a relationship, for example. Uh, but professionally speaking, yeah, I think it's important to have a, really like a, like an army <laughs> using the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the of of people that are there to support you. In in um, you might not need them straight away. You might need them further down the line. But but it's important to, to invest in that team. I think because when you need them, you don't have time to interview people, or you don't have time. You you need to be very quick and efficient, and um, and uh, that's why investing time in that I think is very important. And, and thank you so much. And, and I do recognise that just on the tips on how to make good films, uh, you gave away a few of your good secrets there as well. We, we, we could talk for hours on that. So thank you for sharing your knowledge, what? wisdom and skill in this short uh, interview. So, you know, I know you haven't served in the military. We've discussed, though, the values and the skills that people get in the military, like punctuality, teamwork, working under pressure, responsibility, all that sort of the soft skills that probably aren't easily taught. And from what you know um, of guys who are, that's men and women, who are military or ex-military, 
how transferable do you think the the skills are into civilian life with for getting a job and what how valuable do you think it will be to an employer well i th- i think they're the i'm i'm sure they are um, I mean, I don't have a lot of experience in, uh, in fact, no, no, no experience in in terms of army and the military operations and uh, and careers as well. But I, I think as a as as we touched before, I mean, there's a lot of similarities with uh, uh, with uh, with the filmmaking process. Uh, so I think uh, so, and I, and I think for me, filmmaking is is actually a great. Uh, life schools in many different ways so it it did help me to to really learn how to work in a team how to work towards a purpose towards a mission how to face obstacles how to transform obstacles into something has value it helped me with my self-resilience helped me to uh, to have courage to face new situations with uh, with a fresh approach to have that kind of open-mindedness as well so there's a i'm sure there's a lot of parallels in in that mm. sense and i think you know especially when it comes to to veterans uh, they they've been in situation which most people they they've never faced in their life to be honest mm. and they they've seen and i remember we had this conversation with you they've seen things that they us humans they've never seen Mm. In situation that perhaps they 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 wish they were not maybe, mm. uh, or, so that's 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 wisdom that's storytelling, and uh, so those stories for me they are very powerful they 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 are incredible, so so sharing those stories with other people and uh, and there's a value there I think and uh, so so in, so in a way. Uh, on top of the soft skills that we that we 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 touched uh, on, uh, I think uh, there's also the fact that these people have been through a lot, and uh, and kind of sharing what they've learned along the way uh, in the in the good way in the bad way. I think it could be quite empowering for 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 any kind of age really, but perhaps even for younger people. Uh, Brilliant. Thank you so much. So. We've gone. We've gone through your <clears throat> career and life life cycle experience in film. And what I, what I'm getting is that you love storytelling, and you think that capturing a story, someone's life, someone's experience, is really powerful. And you've given us some great tips on how to use uh, and bring to life through the camera on how to capture those stories. You you think that. Authentic relationships are really important, and that's been the value of your success, which has also brought you through failure at certain times. Having a support group, a coach and a mentor who can say, well, look, maybe maybe this and maybe that, have you thought about this? So that's really important. So in the true spirit of filmmaking, and one of my favourite programmes, films ever, is Columbo. So in the Columbo style, just one more thing. Could you give me a tip for someone who's leaving the military, someone who's left the military, someone who's in business who maybe is having a bit of a tough time? What's the one tip that you could give from your experience, your vast experience, that would help them achieve their success? I, I think for me is is really like um, really treasuring, as as I was saying before, your story. I think the fact that your story has got 
has got huge values, not only for yourself, but for, but for other people. And I think a, a lot of time we don't see ourselves as uh, characters in the incredible film that is our life. I think often we don't see ourselves as the protagonists. We see as the one of the extras, one of the secondary uh, characters, one of the non-speaking parts, um, no actors, actors in 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 that film. So we're not driving the narrative, and I think uh, so. So it's almost like, uh, why don't you try writing a film about who you are? What's the film of your story? Uh, what's the film of your story so, until now? And what's the film of 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 you of your life uh, from now on? What kind of narrative you want to you want to tell? What makes it exciting? So so how can you turn that in the next Netflix uh, series or or the next Hollywood uh, film? So and and I think the bottom line for me is that uh, it's um, there is an incredible story there. You might not be aware of that, but there is, uh, and I'm not talking about the story of what happened to you, but and and how you lived your life. But it's really like uh, the, the 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 transformation that you went through your life uh, as a as the hero of your journey, uh, and also uh, what's next for you. So what's the next op- next obstacles? What's the what's the next thing you want to do? You know, just bear in mind that life is a film. So, so, so you, the life is a is is a sequence of of obstacles uh, of things happening to you, and uh, it's not important where you get, but it's how you get there that is important. Wow, that's fantastic! So, life is one big film, and yeah, heroes, extras. Wow, that's absolutely fantastic. Well, listen. Thank you so much, Ricardo, for your time today. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. Uh, uh, Thank you. Thank you so much. 